Hey everyone, and welcome to Authentically Aligned with my coach Lacey. My name is Lacey Shea Healy, and today I'm going to be talking about webinars. So I did a webinar earlier in the week, and I was sharing with my intimate coach collab ladies yesterday kind of how I did it, and I figured I would share the wealth. Also, as I'm sitting here in my office, I'm looking. I really need to water my plants. You guys, I if you're a plant mom, I'm going to let you know. I'm a mom. I'm a really good mom. I am a really bad plant mom. Like the plant behind me is dying. The plant next to me is, it needs, it needs some water. I could be doing a better job there for sure. Anyways, webinars. So I did a webinar on Tuesday. This was the first one I had done for uh, like nutrition based clients in uh, like in the nutrition based world since March. I did quite a few in February and March, kind of took a break from it. I did my first one in December. It was our stress seminar. That was the biggest one that I had done so far, but this one eclipsed that. We had 122 people enroll for stress seminar. This time for understanding the female cycle, we had 154 people by the time that we pressed go. And I, if you don't think energetics matter, I'm going to tell you a story. Right before we got on the webinar, right before I pressed go, I was deep breathing, kind of centering myself, getting ready to bring this information. And I thought to myself, I am prepared to hold space for 75 people. And at one point we had 78 people on, but it was 75 that pretty much was on the entire time. So absolutely, I manifested 75 people. It was exactly what I wanted. And the chat in this webinar was going off. There were so many people, we were getting a lot of comments, etc. So I figured I would share with you guys how and why I do this. Um, I do think in order to have a successful webinar, you do have to have an audience that you've bought a lot of trust with. Reason being, you are asking them to take time out of their day scheduled to show up and hear you talk about something for an hour. So I think if you're in the beginning stages of building trust with your audience, this might not be where you want to lead with um, unless you have a really good topic. Let's say like you just started showing up on social media, you're like just started talking about like fat loss and, you know, all of the basic things and you have a pretty captive like warm audience and that it's people that you know, people that you've trained before, etc. I think you can pull this off. But if you have a pretty small, newer audience on like Instagram, I think this can be a little bit more difficult to get people on the webinar. Um, so I will preface this and say that I will always be honest with you guys. Um, so I when I do these webinars, I prefer to use Zoom webinar. So this is different than just your regular Zoom. It's actually a different subscription. You can pay for it monthly. I believe it's $79.99 a month. I usually buy it like one off and try to do two webinars in that month. Um, whether it's like I do one for like nutrition and then maybe a masterclass style for business coaching. Um, but I prefer Zoom webinar, and here's why. If you use a regular Zoom, you're going to see everybody else's like faces, you're gonna see all of their boxes. Inevitably, somebody's not gonna mute their microphone and you're gonna hear dogs barking. 
I also find that I can get really distracted by seeing other people doing things that are not fully engaged on my presentation. This doesn't bother me if I'm like talking to, you know, my current clients and they're like eating or something while we're like on a call. I already have an established relationship. They're already my people. But to have a bunch of people that you don't necessarily know and see the backgrounds of their homes and all of the things going on, for me, it's always a distraction. So I use Zoom webinar. You could also do this via Facebook. The reason why I don't do this via Facebook is twofold. One, there's a delay. So if you say something on a Facebook Live, there's a delay of three to seven seconds before people hear it and start to respond. And that can, that throws me off. I don't like it, not near as much. Also, Facebook comments during a Facebook Live can be kind of finicky. Um, So Zoom webinar for me, you are the host. Everybody else gets added, but they're not a little box on your screen. They just have access to the chat. So there's no video for your participants. You can also clearly see who is on. Um, We do give away something every single time we do a webinar. It's been cash the last few times, $250 to $500. Obviously, I know not everyone can give away money. Um, I do it because it entices people to stay to the end, which means you have a captive audience. And a captive audience The more people that are watching you and stay until the end, the more likely they are going to become warm leads or become clients. It's just the facts. Um, So this time we gave away $500 and the way I do it is towards the very end, I actually just look and take screenshots of like the people that are on. So I take screenshots of like the participants And then I enter all of those names into this little like spin the wheel thing. It's like spinthewheel.com and I pick a winner. Um, I usually we don't give something to someone that is like maybe, I don't know. I don't know. We like, if it's like a current client, we might not give it to them. Just going to be honest. Um, Usually it's somebody that's new to our network. Um, So. With the topics on a webinar, I personally like to let my audience guide me. What's important to them? But not only what's important to them, what are you passionate about talking on? So I think a webinar when you are teaching, when you're putting on your teacher hat, many of you guys that follow me are coaches. When you do a webinar, you put on your teacher hat. And because teaching... You're not getting that initial like feedback from your audience other than their comments. You have to come with a lot of passion about the subject. So for me, a couple of weeks ago, I asked my audience, I put up four different options and I, whichever one they chose was the one that I did the webinar on. Overwhelmingly, it was learning the female cycle. I think the second one was like faster female fat loss, which coincidentally, relates a lot to your hormones and your prior dieting history. So it all kind of goes hand in hand. But it was obvious to me that people needed a lot of um, information on the cycle. Now, when you quote unquote launch a webinar, 
I think you really have to listen to your audience. And I think this goes for any launch is you have to be aware of what your audience wants and what they need and what's going to entice them to spend that hour with you. I'm going to give you an example. When I first spoke about this webinar, it was about two weeks out. I've done them with as little as like five days notice. I've put it two weeks out. It really just depends. When I first spoke about this, our slide went in the direction of like how uh, your female cycle relates to fat loss, symptoms. It's like things that women are dealing with. And when I put it out the first couple of times, we did not get much of a response at all. Like I think the after the first couple of times I posted it, I had less than 35 people enrolled, which was low for us. So I kind of had to look at that, like what is in the messaging is not connecting to my audience? Why are they not saying, I want to listen to an hour of that? So they weren't being led by the how your hormones affect fat loss or symptoms, etc. The tide changed when I started talking about daughters, about how we a lot of times daughters, young girls, moms, they don't understand, as a mom, you don't understand your cycle, then you cannot teach your daughter. And when your daughter starts having symptoms around her period, and your daughter starts having, has things going on with her sex hormones, you, if you don't understand it, how can you make an informed decision whether your daughter should be on birth control or, or what you should do there? So when I put it in the perspective of being a mother of girls, all of a sudden, enrollment jacked up quickly. We went from like 35 names to 100 inside of one time. So when you're launching these, there is kind of a finesse in looking at the messaging and picking up on what your audience needs. I think this goes for everything. We know what they need to know, but how do they know they need to know it? We know what they need to know, but how do they know that they need it? You have to be the bridge. You have to speak their language. So if anytime you're doing a launch, no matter what it is, you have to take responsibility and you can play with the messaging. Just because it doesn't land or it doesn't do something the first time doesn't mean it's not meant to be. You might just have to listen a little deeper as to what your audience really needs. Um, for us, this changed in that I had a mom message me and she said, I have a daughter that's 13 and just started her period. Would she be able to come to this? And the light bulb went off in my brain and I said, sure, absolutely. I will keep it clean and I will talk about that. Now, I had already sent an email to my email list, basically in the gear of like, we're going to talk about like how this relates to your sex drive. I didn't get a lot of response from that. Nobody really signed up. But when this mom asked me about bringing her daughter, I thought to myself, can I switch gears and do this for moms and daughters? So that's what I did. That's exactly what my audience needed. Bam, we ended up with 154 people signed up for the webinar. You can expect that whatever number you have signed up, you can expect 40 to 50, maybe 60% show up. You're not going to have 100%. This is why you record it. You send the recording afterwards. One big thing that I did differently this time was, one, we did propose an offer at the end 
I had a strong call to action. I was strong. I was confident. It was an enticing offer. There was a time limit on it. Once I dropped this offer, within four minutes, we had four applications. We have now scheduled 13 calls. We have already closed three. We have already like had two clients that were going, they were up, their contract was up and they were going to move on. They decided to re-up. So we were hoping for 20. I think we're going to get there. We actually might even blow past it because I'm still getting a lot of people. So I did do a strong call to action at the end of this webinar, but then I also did a follow-up. So after the webinar, it was recorded. I uploaded it to YouTube and I sent an email to everyone with the recording and also with the offer, reiterating what the offer was, how long they had, and the way that they could reach out. So that went out within an hour of it being over. Tuesday night. Wednesday, I sent another email to everyone with the recording again and a free resource that they could fill out and send back to me so that I could provide some more value. We had a dozen or so take advantage of the free resource, got a couple of calls scheduled after that. On day three, my intention was just to say kind of last chance, etc., before the offer ran out. But we got an amazing testimony from one of our clients unsolicited on Thursday morning. One of our clients went to the office without asking. She filmed a 15-minute video talking about her journey with one of my assistant coaches. Still in the thick of it, she's only three months in to helping work through her hormones and some of her issues. It was compelling. It was real. It was captivating. We are so blessed. So what I did was I sent an email one more time with the recording. Also with this testimony and the offer. And inside of 20 minutes of sending that email, we got three more applications. We also, this is gonna run a little bit long. I wanna make sure I explain to you guys how and why I do this. Again, I wanna provide value so that you know how we do this. When you are doing the webinar, there are always going to be people that are participating. I have my assistants or my VA taking note of who is asking the most questions. Why? It can be guessed that the people that are asking the most questions are the most engaged and those are the warmest leads. You guys know that I am not a big DMer. I like to have conversations with people. I am nice to people. I am kind to people. I am not a cold DMer. I'm not even a like semi-warm DMer. I have conversations. I provide value. I am a nice person all the time to people, all the time, without selling them something. This has always been my strategy. But these people that were on the webinar that were communicating and asking questions regularly, we took note of who they were and we have followed up with them. We have offered them free value. We have, we have offered to listen and we've tried to get them on the phone because we recognized during their participation that these were the people that really needed the help. 
So we have done quite a bit of follow through. Um, all of those people that signed up will go on to our master email list where tomorrow night, Sunday, they will get one more email talking about the webinar. I will repost the client testimonial that we received and the rest of them will go into kind of our like natural funnel, which is where like we provide freebies and they get emails um, weekly from us. Um, so yeah, it's it's done really well. We've been really, really happy with it. Um, it provides an outlet to really give a ton of value um, and really communicate um, with your audience. I really, really love it. So I hope this helps someone. If you have questions, I am always open to answer. You can find me, uh, my coach Lacey, L-A-C-Y, on Instagram. You can also email me, Lacey, at mycoachlacey.com. I would love to chat. My DMs are always open. Hope you found this valuable. I will talk to you soon.